mother fixers. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, kalau misalnya yeah. lagi dipakai, okay. our intro kayak agak tenang gitu ya. Kayak, what up, mother fixers? Kata aku udah kompak. Suara lo tuh lagi santai banget sih malam ini. Aku, I'm really relaxed. I'm so chill. I hope this could be like an ASMR episode. Nah. <laughs> Gak tahu. Gak tahu. <laughs> All right, mother hey. fixers, welcome to Fix PMS, where the real talk gets real. And we feel all the feels, man. What oh, it, what yay. It, what it, anyway. Um, all right, dari Fix PMS uh, episode lima kemarin ini, kita mm-hmm. membahas body image. And I think we got some really good response. Sabrina, I think a lot of, a lot of you got a lot of good uh, comments and response from a lot of girls, huh? I think they feel really, you know, relatable with the episode, you know, somehow. I mean, like, they feel so mm-hmm. relate that they're having a body issues that, and they're um, also struggling with, you know, the image that people always portray them. And when they're working out, they'd be like, why are you trying to work out? You're not going to get skinny. You're not even in losing weight. And I'm like, no, it's not always about the aesthetic, right? And they relate, I mean, like, a lot of, like, um, sister fixers, like, relate to us so much, and I got so many DM, and I feel so overwhelmed, and thank you, thank you, man, thank you for, I, I feel really, really blessed that this episode resonates with people, with with our mm-hmm. listeners, I'm, I'm so glad, because that's, is the only, I mean, that's the main reason for us in, in creating this um, podcast in the, in the first place anyway, you know? Love yeah, you. and I think I think uh, body image among uh, it's a topic that anybody and everyone can relate to because everybody has a body and everybody's body is different. Dan kayak Sabrina bilang tadi kan uh, ada cewek or cowok ada kebanyakan sih cewek mm-hmm. sih yang kayak DM kita yang bilang masalahnya gendut atau juga uh, there was a girl who you know posted about the podcast today yang Buat, buat dia itu masalahnya di kekurusan gitu kan kayak yeah. why are all these standards you're too something and it doesn't necessarily have to be too anything that's just yeah. how your body is I mean like uh, I feel so happy when you know because they can relate to my uh, to the podcast because probably at the same time I was posting a lot of like you know uh, photos of me showing how thick I am today mm. and you know they feel like sort of relatable or relate to that post and i feel so glad that not everyone who sees the picture on my instagram right now not and not all of them thinking oh this is just you know sex or for not uh, pornography it's more of a, like the girls and be like you know what this is this image is very powerful i mean like for you too because i have the rights to show that that image you know it's not something that mm. some other people take and that was my decision you know it's me celebrating my body so i hope everyone mm. who's listening and everyone who is trying to you know treat their body right and you know just thank their body every day you feel mm. it you know? yeah that's definitely like an that's what you call like an appreciation post i mean Like I said last time, Sabrina is definitely in a comfortable space with herself and her body. Like, I wish I could be on that level. But there are some days when I do feel, no. like, really no. good about myself and my body. Not, and I mean, like, we're still a human, you know? There's good days and there's yeah. No, 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 not every day. Tadi kemarin ada yang nanya gitu, kayak, Kak, gimana caranya biar nggak punya selulit? Ya, nggak mungkin lah. Kan gue cewek, I have cellulites, of course. It was an underwater picture, so the water reflects. It looks like I don't have any cellulite. Plus, ya gue edit lah, gila. <laughs> Hari gini, gak edit Gue sih ngaku kalau gue ngedit foto nggak apa-apa. Cuman as- asal fotonya tuh nggak 
berubah dari muka gue gue nggak masalah gitu. Nah, ini kemarin kita baru ngomongin masalah ngedit ya, ya. kayak ya. gue tuh nggak berani ngedit foto-foto gue karena gue nggak ngerti ngedit kayak something might look like a way to me and then I'll be like I'll post it. I don't know. It's just weird. I can't fucking do the edit shit or whatever. Gue nggak berani sih. I mean like I I talk openly about editing pictures and on every uh, like any of my post. Kalau ada yang bilang kak kecil banget ya perutnya jadi edit lah gila. Ya kan itu cuma buat kalian lihat di Instagram aslinya juga kalau ketemu gue juga. Everybody has no. <laughs> Everybody has a Udah, and I'm okay with it. I'm okay admitting that I edit something, and it's not the, it's not apa ya kayak kayak misalnya nih. Justru kadang-kadang if you take pictures on the daylight, the light is too harsh, right? It shows textures. Padahal sebenarnya kulit lo nggak seperti itu. Nah itu gue benerin dikit, tapi nggak sampai gue nggak punya pori-pori hidung gue hilang gitu kayak <laughs> kayak gila. Gak mungkin gue ngepost foto gue pesalus itu, John, John. It's good to it's good to want to post stuff about yourself and to be proud of your body because that is your right. But it's also yeah. like if you don't want to do it and you're still proud of your body, that's not a big deal either. So just do whatever suits you better. Yeah, But yeah. karena karena kemarin kita tuh ngomongin body image and because we were speaking from our experiences, um, one of the things that we wanted to do for this next episode is actually have our very very first guest, who is a certified nutritionist. So she knows what she's talking about. Uh, she's also a friend of ours. She's a certified PT and certified performance nutritionist. A performance nutritionist identifies areas in an athlete's diet that, if improved, will enhance their ability to train, recovery, recover, and compete. Some common examples include improving the quantities and types of foods eaten before a training session, uh, improving an athlete's ability to cope with a specific training load. Itu yeah. serius banget ya. So if you want to be an athlete and she be, you know, kayak benar-benar makannya tuh diukur dan ditaker sesuai dengan mm. uh, you know, whatever sport that you're in and she's also a chef for a fork at Fork and Clean and The Roots ID which I really really like. I actually ordered a lot. Yeah, shout out to The Roots. Shout out to The Roots. I, I love misalnya Roots. Kali mau makan di situ tuh di di Kemang. Ya, itu enak banget. Kayak gue sering uh, apa kayak gojekin itu ke kantor kayak I love uh, one of those ah, banyak banget. Gue udah makan banyak banget terus udah gue cobain semua. And then um mm-hmm. she gave a lot of like education on nutrition and on her IGTV. You can just go to her personal handle uh, um Instagram at @missms_santoso. S A N T O S O. Okay, we're gonna welcome our guest Michelle Santoso. Miss How's it going? I'm good. How's it going, guys? I uh, know. I feel like I'm in a, like a radio talk show hosting. <laughs> oh, we are a radio talk show, mm-hmm. just not that professional. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the wrong way too much for someone to take us seriously, but please, people, take us really seriously right now. Because we're gonna talk about <laughs> something. Uh, Michelle is our our first guest ever on Fix PMS. No, are you serious? I thought you have like other guests. No, no. I mean, we. We've had other guests on the YouTube show, tapi kalau misalnya buat podcast kita uh, di episode enam ini, you are our first guest. Yeah, dude, yes. I'm so honored. Oh, <laughs> honored in bahasa, bukan terharu, man. Bukan, bukan, bukan. What is it? Apa ya? Uh, bangga? Apa proud? No, it's not. It's weird. Terharu lah, yaudahlah. Terharu lah kali ya, yaudah. Okay, so in the last episode, we've been talking a lot about, you know, body image and, of course, mm-hmm. to support um, a healthy body image, uh, mind, body, mm-hmm. and soul. Uh, we can ask Michelle about food, you know? 
Um, all right. So earlier we were talking about how our friend Michelle here is a nutritionist. And Michelle, can you tell everybody where you are right now? I am in Jakarta in my room in my PJs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I am a certified performance nutritionist, not a nutritionist. I didn't actually go to university for like the entire uh, course. I just I just want to make that clear, clear because then all the nutritionists who went to school would be like, she's not a nutritionist. And uh, I am not a I'm not a certified dietitian. I am a certified performance nutritionist. Now, performance nutritionist, so apa, bro? It's basically people who look at the athletic side of nutrition. Jadi misalnya lo workout. Jadi gua kasih lo diet dan plan yang sehubungan dengan yang misalnya lo yang lo workout. Jadi you don't lose muscle mass. You mean you you still see a body weight drop. And I'm also certified as a PT, so I understand both sides. Yeah, so I understand that you need to work out a certain way. There's a program and how you design the entire program from start to finish. Plus, in the mix of all of that, lo ditambahin sama uh, program nutrisi ini yang cocok sama misalnya lo workout. Soalnya, kalau misalnya lo lihat dari segi orang diet, uh, dieting is actually really tough for your body. You're going through a lot of stress. So, as a performance nutritionist, gua harus mikirin, okay, kalau misalnya lo makan lo dikasih kalori defisit, which is lo diet, makan kurang daripada budget lo, uh, lo pasti ngerasa pas lo workout, susah. You're actually feeling a little bit wasted because you're you're doing, you're weightlifting. And so I have to make sure that you're having enough protein. So you will still have muscle mass and you will maintain that muscle mass or maybe have some muscle mass growth and you have body fat loss. Uh, because the thing that people don't understand is, kalau misalnya orang uh, diet, the first thing that that you lose is actually water, not fat. So people udah tepuk-tepuk tangan. They're like, yay, I lost weight. Gitu kayak, ya lo gak usah tepuk-tepuk tangan. Itu, itu air. <laughs> the, first, the first thing you lose is air. Lo jangan tepuk-tepuk tangan. Uh, and then afterwards, you shed off some body fat. That's what everyone is after. Uh, and actually... You know, people are really obsessed with weighing themselves, and it's okay. Weighing yourself is actually a perfectly a normal tool to use, but it's not the only tool you need to be using. Kalau misalnya lo lagi ngukur, gua kurusan ga ya? You don't have to look at just the weight because sometimes the weight is not accurate. Soalnya sebagai wanita, your estrogen sometimes is higher on certain days. Lo makan apa? Airnya kandungan air di badan lo tuh lebih banyak. Jadi The most that you need to do is weigh, measure yourself, and then see how your clothes fit. Sometimes that's that's a good indicator too. And the one that I really really like using is take a picture. You can really really tell if you've lost weight through the picture. So even if you if your berat badan tuh nggak turun, tapi di foto atau baju lo ngerasa lebih lebih yeah, itu udah like that's that's a good indicator that you've actually lost some body fat. But that's what I like. Though. I mean, like uh, for me, I hate scales because I have a stress eating problem. Like when I get, when I see the scales and I gain muscle, I used to be like 15 kilos lighter than I am today. And when I see the scales and the, the number changes, because I work out a lot and maybe that's my muscle mass. And you know, sometimes yeah, just like what you say, probably karena mungkin estrogen or whatever yang gue nggak ngerti. Terus kayak gue stress gara-gara timbangan gue, padahal baju gue tuh nggak nggak kesempitan ngerti nggak sih? Jadinya sebenarnya Scale itu tuh, what do you think about scale though? Is it annoying or do you need it? Or do you need to, you need to face the scale? 
Oke gini, maksud gue A lot of women have problems with weighing themselves. Kenapa? Itu balik lagi tuh bukan masalah di weighing machine-nya. Itu masalah lagi di our body image. We always assume that if we're not doing well on the scales, it's not reflecting well on ourselves. Hmm. We were just talking about this in the last episode yeah, that yeah. like numbers should not reflect that. And like kayak kemarin aja Sebenarnya itu naik berat badan, tapi bukan artinya dia tuh kayak she gained weight, right? It's actually she was exercising more and she was getting muscle mass, right? And that's what a lot of girls tend not to feel like. Like kalau misalnya gue, if the scale is telling me that I'm heavier, that means I'm fatter. Do you find that that's kind of what like a lot of girls feel like? I think I think first it's education, okay? Like first hmm. it's knowledge. Um, the scale is not your enemy. Okay, your mind is your enemy for sure. The scale is a tool for you. It's a tool. It's one of the tools that you can use to measure your body weight. To say like, um, sometimes yes, when you work out for the beginning, most of the first part, here's two things that happens if your scale has gone up. One, you might actually not realize you're eating a lot more because you've been working out because lu lapar. Jadi lu mungkin makan lebih banyak. Nah. Dan kalau misalnya lo nggak hitung kalori itu lo berapa yang lo makan, ya bisa jadi lo makannya lebih banyak daripada yang lo sadari. That means ya berat badan lo mungkin naik. Tapi dua, kalau misalnya emang berat badan lo nggak naik dan emang ter- ternyata lo makannya nggak segitu banyak yang lo pikirin. But again, kita nggak mungkin tahu kalau kecuali lo beneran hitung kalori lo berapa. That's why gue nggak suka orang ngomong gue gue berat badan gue nggak naik. Uh, berat badan gue naik, tapi gue olahraga. Ya, terus gue tanya, hmm. lo makannya lebih banyak atau enggak? Enggak. Tapi kalau misalnya gue suruh lo hitung, ternyata iya, ya itu alasannya berat badan lo naik. Kedua, berat badan lo mungkin naik karena inflamasi. Bah, karena ya, lagi dapet gitu ya, bisa jadi inflammation di badan oh. atau mungkin kita bloated. No, bukan. No, maksud gue gini, orang olahraga itu yang yang biasanya nggak olahraga, inflamasi tuh gampang terjadi. Maksudnya tuh kayak, oh, yang okay. lo kesimpan, jadi mungkin lo keberatan. Tapi yang harus lo yang harus lo cek, bener-bener cek nih ya menurut gue. Uh, orang yang naik berat badannya tuh nggak sadar, mereka tuh kalau misalnya lagi olahraga, karena lebih lapar, makannya lebih banyak. Eh. Kalau misalnya lo makannya nggak lebih banyak daripada yang yang lo bakar, lo nggak mungkin naik berat badannya. Tapi posibilitas untuk inflamasi itu ada. Okay, 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 okay. I really, I really thought that as girls we only like got bloated or you know inflamed. Kalau misalnya lagi mau dapat, because I know we definitely get bloated right before our periods, right? Tapi kalau yeah, misalnya, yeah. I didn't know that kalau misalnya emang lo nggak sering olahraga, terus lo tiba-tiba olahraga, that you could get inflamed. You could. Uh, there's that possibility also, but before you go to the second possibility, really make sure that you're not actually eating a lot more. Jangan, maksudnya gue gini, orang kalau misalnya dikasih formula, oke, okay, 1 tambah 1 itu 2. Kalau misalnya lo makan 1 tambah 2, jadi 3, itu arti yang, eh, maksudnya gue, lo normal 1 tambah 1 sama dengan 2. Lo tiba-tiba 1 tambah 2 sama dengan 3. Nah, tambahan 2 itu yang bikin lo gemuk. Tapi lo nggak sadar lo makannya lebih banyak atau lebih dikit. So before you jump into that conclusion of inflammation, you better make sure you're actually eating. You can you can tell me confidently, enggak, gue makannya nggak lebih banyak. Oke, okay, berarti inflamasi. Tapi kalau lo misal lo nggak bisa cerita sama gue, lo makannya tuh nggak selebih banyak yang daripada yang lo pikirkan. Ya berarti lo makannya lebih banyak yang daripada lo bakar. Do, 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 do does your uh, what do you call your, your client, your patient, your client? I mean uh-huh. like. 
klien lu pada ada yang bohong gak sih sama lu? Kayak misalnya gue oh, ngomong. Oh, pasti banyak. Nah, gue tau. Soalnya gini, Kak, aku kok gak kurus-kurus ya? Hmm. Kamu makan kalori, saya... Every one of my clients, gue suruh mereka hitung, bener-bener hitung apa yang mereka mm-hmm. makan dari mereka makan. So that's definitely that's definitely important counting oh, calories. For sure, for sure. People okay. people say counting calories is uh could could be detrimental to your mental health. But yeah. again, yeah. here's here's the thing with that. Everything is a tool in this world, right? It could be detrimental mm. to your health, or it could be used positively. Mm. Okay. Yeah. It's the same, like, if you don't count your calories, you have no idea whether you're eating less, enough, or more. Mm-hmm. This is the basic concept of dieting. If you are eating enough, berat badan lo sama. If you are eating mm-hmm. less, berat badan lo turun. If you are eating mm-hmm. more, berat badan lo pasti naik. Itu konsep yang gak bisa, bisa gerak ya. Jadi kalau misalnya klien bohong sama gue, gue tau. Berat <laughs> badan lo gak turun-turun. Ya berarti lo makannya sama. Berarti mm-hmm. lo... Iya, lo makannya enough, cukup, cukup berat badan. Do you makan. think, do you think counting calories works for everyone? Like, do you think yeah. it's just the same thing for everyone? Atau emang kayak some people cocok sama itu, some people cocok sama yang lain atau gimana? Uh, Kalau misalnya main cocok cocokan itu uh, bu- itu bukan tergantung cocok cocokannya. Malah menurut gue itu tergantung disiplin. dan kemauan. Soalnya kalau misalnya orang aduh, gua mau kurus nih tapi gua nggak mau hitung kalori. Ya udah lu muter-muter aja sana. I'm sure your if your way has worked, then yeah, do, do that. But if your way hasn't worked, why wouldn't you want to try counting calories? Counting calories has a lot of benefits ya menurut gua. Soalnya menurut menurut gua gini, if you have the knowledge to know, oke, okay, satu coklat bar ini 76 kalori di budget gua masih muat, ya gua nggak apa-apa makan coklat itu. Enggak mungkin gemuk. When you talk about budget, you're talking about calories, right? I'm talking about calories. Okay. Let me clarify okay. on the budget, yeah. Setiap uh-huh. orang itu budgetnya beda-beda. Nih, misalnya yep. gue. Mm. I'm 50 kilos right now. Gue makannya 2.400 kalori. Banyak ya buat gue. Wancur. Banyak. Yeah. Yeah. Itu, itu banyak loh. Banyak. And by the way, Michelle is not is not a tall girl. Michelle's a short girl. I'm not. Uh, and, and the only reason why I'm eating 2.400 kalori Uh, is because mm-hmm. I've built my calories higher. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But like for someone like Nicole, maybe her baseline, what we call in the industry baseline or maintenance calories. Mm-hmm. When I say maintenance is kalau misalnya lo makan seribu, misalnya si Nicole makannya seribu lima ratus. Ya, Nicole makan seribu lima ratus, berat badannya sama. Yeah. But you have to understand like maintenance calories is usually a range dari 1500 ke misalnya 1700. Dia kalau misalnya makan 1000 di antara 1500 sampai 1700 berat badannya sama. Kalau gua misalnya okay. makannya 2000 sampai 2400 berat badan gua sama. Kalau Sabrina hmm. mungkin 1800 ke 2000 gua, ya gua nggak tahu. <coughs> semua orang budget atau maintenance calories ini semua orang tuh beda-beda. Kenapa? Satu, metabolisme orang beda-beda. Dua, tergantung energi yang dikeluarkan. Jadi misalnya kalau misalnya olahraga mm. lebih banyak ya lo perlu energi yang lebih banyak. So your body is actually required to maintain this kind of energy whatever you use it for. And mm. and the third one is um, how long have you been eating on this maintenance calories? Ah, oke okay, oke. Okay. So di Indo kan banyak banget yang namanya diet tuh. Jadi uh, we are really really apa ya enggak tahu deh latah banget kayaknya kalau ngikutin namanya jenis-jenis diet. Ada yang bilang oke okay, kita akan stop makan karbo. Abis itu cepat kurus deh. Terus ada yang bilang juga, eh semua orang jadi vegan, that's all be vegan gitu kan. Terus ternyata nanti 
kekurangan nutrisi gitu ternyata dia harus makan daging terus habis itu ada yang ada yang kayak gue mau minum celery juice selama kayak tiga bulan gitu misalnya atau apa whatever diet itu you support all those diets or do you think that people need to consult to like professional before they jump into that all of that trend gitu menurut lo gimana? Okay, um, what people are describing as diets or kinds of diets itu goalnya mereka apa untuk ngurusin badan kan? Kurus pasti intinya kurus. Nah, yang intinya yang mereka kejar is that they wanna lose that body fat. Tapi yeah. yang mereka nggak sadari uh, adalah all of the diets that are out there is basically a calorie deficit. Think about it. Keto. Lo cuman boleh makan fat, protein dikit, karbohidrat nggak ada. Bukan berarti lo makan karbohidrat tuh bakal kurus. No, it's because you eliminate something kalori yang kalori lo menjadi lebih dikit. Mm, Oke. Okay. Sama dengan vegan, mereka nggak makan daging, jadi otomatis kalorinya mereka jadi dikit. So all of these mm. diets that you're telling me, oh, they all work because at one point it forces you to eat less. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what diet you follow. If did you know, if I to, if I put Sabrina, if I put Nicole or Sabrina on a junk food diet, and I tell you, hey, you're gonna lose weight on this diet, but you're only allowed to eat maybe chicken nuggets three times a day. Lo bakal kurus. Lo percaya nggak? Masa sih? Oh yeah, because <laughs> sehat dong. No, it's not. Nah, nah. Sekarang kita jangan ngomong sehat-sehat atau enggak. Kalau misalnya okay. mau kurus, belum tentu sehat. Intinya kurus kan? Intinya ya, kurus. Kalau misalnya, uh, kalau misalnya intinya kurus, lo makan kurang apa aja, dan lebih lebih kurang daripada budget lo, lo pasti kurus. Bukan hmm. berarti lo harus ikut diet, inilah, itulah, baru badan lo bakal kurus. It's not the diet that makes you thinner or lose body fat. It is not the diet. It is how much... You eat that will determine your body fat. Sekarang kalau misalnya kita ngomongin <laughs> sehat atau enggak, hmm. orang dia tuh nggak pernah sehat. Iya, tapi se- sebenarnya ya, like a lot of a lot of girls, uh, especially young girls who are like in their early, I remember when I was like in my early 20s and whatever, or in high school even. Gue tuh kayak, I, I wish I was thinner than I than I was at that time, right? Especially yang pas gue balik dari kuliah gitu kan, I was a lot fatter, it was like 58 kilos. And for my body head, gue kan pendek ya, 58 kilos is a little, I was a little chubby. I wasn't fat, but I was just chubby. And I remember being at that age being like, man, I will do anything to be thinner, right? To be as thin as what I want my body image to look like, what I think it should look like, right? Jadi sebenarnya banyak, a lot of girls, uh, young girls especially are, don't really care about the health, right? They really care about, okay, am I going to be thin or not? Do you agree? I think, I think what's happened, oh, sorry, that was my son. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. That's <laughs> cute. Uh, I, I think uh, what other people don't understand, uh, what young girls don't understand is the concept of um, their body image and how to achieve that. Okay. I think if you ask most girls who have zero idea about what calories mean, what maintenance means, what actually being on diet is, um, you, you can ask any girl and be like, what do you understand about losing weight? They will say eating a little bit and it has to be healthy. But the truth is it's a lot more complex than that. So, jadi di otaknya mereka, kalau misalnya gue makan apel tiga kali sehari, badan gue pasti, pasti kurus. Uh, Betul. With, Betul. And Betul. is that gonna happen? For sure. 
Is For it the sure. healthiest way to do it? Definitely not. Mm. There are the the thing is people don't understand that there are ways of going on a diet and losing body fat in the most healthiest way possible. Mm. I can tell you, am I allowed to swear on this? Yes, of course. I can tell you as a teenager if you if you eat three three apples a day for like say three months, berat badan lo turun enggak? Pasti turun. Habis itu lo apa? Lo fucked. You're gonna be fucked. Because once you resume eating normally, your your body is gonna try to gain all of that fat back. Here's the thing mm-hmm. that people don't understand: your body is designed to hold on to body fat. The only reason why we're not trying to keep on to that body fat is because of vanity. Mm, That's okay. it. Like, badan lo tuh actually your tubuh lo tuh designed supaya lo kalau misalnya tiba-tiba ada di gurun mah atau di deserted island, your body is designed to survive. Mm. Yeah, that body fat is basically extra storage in case you go survival mode, which is okay. if you're okay. cast away. Mm-hmm. Jadi lo masih bisa hidup. Yeah. Itu mm. Tapi like, zaman sekarang ya, nobody's like and on a deserted island. You know, everybody's looking to lose weight for what? <laughs> for vanity, not for health. Come on, we all know this. People who are normal body weight and eat normally, they're perfectly healthy. Mm-hmm. Skinny is not a definition of your health, but somehow yep. in this world, it has been advertised that if you are if you look a certain size, you are healthy. But yes. it's not. True. Like, just take a cancer patient. Their body fat percentage is really low. Are they healthy? No. So health and skinny are not the same thing. They're. It's just not. It's oh, that's not. a that's a really good comparison, actually. That's a really good comparison. Like seriously, it's like a such a such a woke comparison. Like, whoa, my eyes are so open all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to take the extreme, like anak-anak yang di Afrika yang lagi 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 uh, apa? Starving, they're thin as hell. Are they healthy? Yeah. No. Okay. So I mean, like health and and being thin are two separate things. Being thin is a vanity issue. Being healthy, you can maintain your weight and eat all of the healthy food, and and still be healthy. Going back to dieting, and I mean dieting. I mean this in a. It's not dieting. I think a lot of girls eat the most thin. I think I okay. I have to you know sort of. Be careful about what I eat. I'm just talking about diet, like your diet in general, like what you eat in general. So yeah. I know that obviously uh, you were talking about uh, counting calories and how this is this is like this is something that you know you really should look into if you want to lose weight. Mm. How do you evaluate that for a person? Like, let's say you have a client. I come up to you and I'm like, Michelle, gue tuh pengen banget nih jadi why. I mean, I'm already. I don't know. Ini aja, misalnya klien datang ke gua. I want to lose five kilos. Like, okay, okay, how much are you eating right now? Mm. And usually they are not able to tell me that. Usually be like, oh, I don't know. I was like, okay, why don't you go home? Give me seven days. Each day you okay. count every single thing that you put in your mouth. I want to mm. know at the end of the day how many calories you're eating and whether within that one week berat badan lo stabil nggak. Naik turunnya bakal stabil nggak? Kalau misalnya ternyata stabil, berarti that's your baseline, that is your budget. Then I go and then I do an assessment. Misalnya mereka 53 kilo, tapi mereka baseline-nya 1.200 kalori. Then I think that's a problem. I'm like, I'm not gonna put you on a diet. 
Because the reason why I cannot put you on a diet is if I go 1,200, kurangin 500 kalori lah, okay, for you in order to lose body fat. Lo sanggup nggak makan 800 kalori? Anjir, makan apaan? Nggak, iya, makanya. Itu. <laughs> yeah, and, and if she is, they're like, oh, I can do this, gitu. I can do this, I can lose, uh, I, I can follow it. Yeah, for how long? For a week? For two weeks? No, no, no. I'm gonna need three months to get you to lose five kilos because you, I have, I have to determine at one point you're gonna have to plateau and then I have to come up with another plan. So if she, if she says my baseline is 1,200 calories, I'm gonna tell her no. And not, not that I said like no, you can't be on a diet. No, as in no, it is not optimal for you to be on a diet right now for me to cut your calories. What you need to do right. is go on a reverse diet, bring your calories up higher. Which is basically when girls say my metabolism is broken. Kalau setiap kali lain yang datang ke gue, gue pasti suruh mereka hitung lo maintenance lo sekarang di mana. Kalau misalnya ternyata rendah, hmm. I'm gonna ask them to go on a reverse diet because it's gonna be wasting my time. It's gonna be wasting their time because I know people's mental capacity to go on a diet consistently for three months itu buruk, buruk sangat-sangat buruk. Gue menikah udah ketawa gitu karena kita berdua aja di. It's not your fault that you can't be on a diet. It's how your body is designed. Giliran lo makannya dikit. Your body is going to be telling you, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Ah, bro, lo lagi ngapain, bro? Nanti otak lo bakal keluarin makanan-makanan yang tinggi kalori yang di otak lo yang sebenarnya kalau misalnya lo nggak diet, lo nggak nyari. Tiba-tiba lo mikirin pizza. Tiba-tiba lo lagi mikirin donat, ronde apa kayak yang gorengan lah. Yang biasanya lo sebenarnya nggak nyari. Tapi tiba-tiba otak lo bakal keluarin. Michelle, so can you can you repeat that? Repeat that because you got cut off for a second. So your kalau misalnya dari pizza tadi lo dari pizza donat and then lo kepotong. So just repeat that. Yeah, basically kalau misalnya lo lagi diet, lo tuh bakal otak lo tuh bakal keluarin makanan-makanan yang di otak lo yang menurut mereka tuh high in calories. Kenapa? Karena kita punya hormon yang namanya ghrelin. Ghrelin is basically our hunger hormone. Jadi kalau misalnya kita kita diet, ghrelin itu bakal naik, leptin itu bakal turun. Leptin itu apa? Leptin is when you are eating, leptin is like, oke, okay, sip, lo udah kenyang. Tapi mm. kalau misalnya lo diet, leptin itu nggak boleh naik. Kenapa? Karena ghrelin harus lebih naik daripada leptin. Mm. Jadi lo bakal ngerasa lapar. Nah, giliran lo ngerasa lebih lapar, your brain is going to try and get you to eat more food. Okay. That's just how our body, bodies are designed. Because they know, oh shit, you're not eating enough. So okay. let's think of things that is gonna make her hungrier. Hmm. Yeah, apalah yang high set, like things with like yang enak, you know, yang apa kecil tapi kalorinya tinggi. Donat, hmm. pizza, huh, pizza gorengan, apa ramen, apa uh, pokoknya yang tinggi kalori yang bakal lo pikirin saat lo diet. That's that's why it's not easy to be on a diet because your body wants you not to diet. Uh, emang it's not easy to go for a diet. Tapi gue juga mikir gitu sih. Maksudnya loving your body and self-loving, it's not always like eating everything that you want and think it's good. Kayak, oh gue, gue pengen makan KFC nih, semua gue makan gitu. Sebenarnya maksudnya poinnya adalah kayak lo tetap sayang sama badan lo, tetap cari makanan yang sehat, tapi juga... Uh, jangan saya enak-enaknya juga gitu loh hanya karena it tastes good it doesn't mean that it will do good for your body itu sih yang selalu gue tanamkan di kepala gue
Yeah, pokoknya if you already understand the value of food, mm. uh, lo nggak mungkin bakal mikirin uh, tentang tentang apalah like you wanna go on a blowout. Soalnya gini, when you are learning to be on a when you're learning how to count calories, you also automatically understand because you're doing it every day. Yeah? This is a habit that you're doing every day. Lo bakal lama-lama hafal. Oh, satu gelas it satu gelas susu itu untuk gua 120 kalori full cream milk. Mm-hmm. Then okay. you know how many the value is, how much how much how much satu gorengan is. Lo udah nggak takut karena lo tahu budget gua sekarang udah 2000 kalori. It's like lo misalnya punya uang 500.000. Mm-hmm. Lo nggak bakal takut kalau misalnya lo harus spend money 10.000. Okay, jadi actually what you're saying what you're saying is know your budget, know your, know your budget, yeah. know the value of yeah. food. And yeah. in order for you to get there, you need to practice counting your calories so, you're, so you what you're saying is that it's also it's also habitual right like once you of get course. into a habit of doing it yeah. then you're not going it's just something that you have to start is what you're saying yeah. right people are like aduh ribet banget ya hitung kalori bla 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 ya emang kayak gitu emang susah lo pikir ya udah kalau misalnya lo enggak mau hitung kalori just do what you're doing what you did before menurut gue sekarang hitung kalori udah gampang banget karena ada di handphone gitu you can actually download yeah, man. sekarang aja di my fitness pal yeah. itu ada barcode Bu- you can even scan yeah, the barcode. Yeah, yeah. Go put your my fitness pal. In what? In what? What is this? My fitness pal. You can scan the barcode. Yeah. yeah. What's my what is my fitness pal? My fitness pal is an app which basically you can you can input how many calories you need to eat within the day and then you can input misalnya makan breakfast, lunch and dinner segini 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 nanti mereka kur- mereka bakal kurangin dari budget lo. Oke. Okay. Misalnya lo hari ini udah minus 100 ya berarti lo go over your budget dong. Dan lo olahraga oh. juga bisa dihitung di situ kan? Jangan, kalau misalnya olahraga jangan dihitung. Oke. Okay, nah, okay. dia yang oh, aku ngerti. Oke. Okay. Gimana? 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 Eh, misalnya budget lo 1.500, hmm. lo olahraganya 250. Jadi lo pikir, oke okay, oh. sekarang budget gue tambah 1.750. Salah, oh, salah, okay. salah. Okay. Kenapa? Kalau misalnya lo kayak gitu, berarti yang yang lo bakal makan yang lo just tahu lo bakar. Okay, okay, okay. Unless you're you're unless you're telling me I I'm actually not looking to lose weight. Oh yeah, udah enggak apa-apa. Count mm. that in. Mm. You don't need to okay. lose weight. But if you're trying to lose weight, do not count your workout and put it on as an extra calorie oh, thing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Berarti enggak nambah jajan ya? Jangan. <laughs> lo kayak dikasih duit tambahan sama nyokap lo. Mm. Lo bisa masukin mm. ke safety. Ditabung ya ditabung. Okay. <laughs> ditabung aja. Jangan dibakar. Iya, betul betul. Okay. Amisha, I have a question. Kalau misalnya, I think I do think that now it is getting a little bit better about girls trying rather than trying to be stick thin. There are some girls that want to be fit, right? That, for example, I I really want to gain muscle. I've never really had a lot of muscle. I'm a really small girl. I've never really been super duper fat, but I've never been really really super duper skinny either. Uh, but I'm at a point where I want to be a lot healthier and I want to gain muscle. So, so for the girls who want to gain muscle, how would you advise something like that? Uh, it's a double-edged sword. When you say gain muscle, do you also mean gain weight? Uh, let's say that I already know. So this is from this is coming from me. Ini bukan gua nggak bisa ngomong buat semua cewek yang everybody's listening to this that. Okay, I, w- I want to gain muscle, but I want to lose weight. For me, I already know gaining muscle means I probably will gain weight. So I'm not really concerned about that. No, 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 no. Completely wrong. When you gain muscle, you don't necessarily gain weight. Oh, okay. Um, you can also maintain your weight and gain muscle. That's completely possible. 
Oke, okay, educate, educate. Karena kemarin ini Sabrina sama gue tuh ngomong kayak, oke okay, gain muscle itu gain weight. Enggak, belum tentu. Unless lo, unless lo mau muscle lo gede ya, kayak lo mau bas. Enggak, maksud gue. Oh, okay. Kalau misalnya dari... lo nggak mau bas, lo nggak mau bas, lo nggak usah makan lebih banyak. Jadi berat okay. badan lo nggak mungkin naik, muscle lo nggak mungkin gede. Hmm, Tapi okay. kalau misalnya lo mau just you want, yeah, you want to be stronger, you can do that on a maintenance on your maintenance calories. Yes, stronger. That's what I want to be. I want to pick up like things and not be like, oh man. You want to be able to lift a mini car one day. And <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> yeah, and in order for you to do that, sometimes what what happens is if you want to be stronger, what happens is you need to have progressive overload in the gym. Meaning you don't carry no baby weights, okay? Right. No, no, no. I'm talking about like you gotta be squatting at least your body weight. Oh, wow, wow. I haven't reached my target yet, but I think the last time I was in the gym before I got pregnant was I was, my PB for squats was around 40 kilos. What the fuck? <laughs> 40 kilos. But that's not my body weight. So actually, I, I know some girls who actually uh, squat 100 kilos. Oh, I've geez. seen them do it. Really? It's What completely fuck, possible. What happens when they do that is they have like a really big ass. Like a really strong ass, but they're strong as fuck. Gila, see? That's crazy, man. So no, when people are like doing body weight squats, I'm like, yeah, terus aja lo kayak gitu, lo bakal strong dari mana? Gue, gue, gue sih kalau next time gue mid-gym, Nick, lo gue gendong deh. Terus gitu gue squat, gue gendong. Lo kalau usah digendong, you know, there's like, you know those those bar squats. Yeah, I just know, start I know. With, just start with a bar. Yeah. And then, for do that for a week. And then next week, tambah weight. Okay. So because I because your your body is the time is the type of body that adapts. So when you adapt to a diet, your muscle also adapts to the weight. Okay. Also juga nih banyak nih cewek-cewek yang selalu ngomong kayak, gue pernah dikasih tau sama Pak Priti gue kayak, gue takut banget ngangkat weight nanti aku jadi buff, aku jadi gede banget. Oh iya. Yeah. Oh banyak banget yang kayak gitu. Kan gak gampang uh, ya sebenarnya. Gue takut banget. Gue takut banget buff. Ya elah, lo gendongnya berapa berat sih kilonya lo nggak mungkin sebuff itu. Uh, dan cewek juga kan gak mungkin cepat banget ngebuff kan. Oh, it's so hard for a woman yeah, to actually yeah. get buff. Why? Because we have estrogen. We yeah. do not have testosterone. Yeah. But okay. the the good thing about being a woman who is able to weightlift heavy is that we recover better. Okay. So each set actually we can do we recover better than men. So we can we can push ourselves during during that session. Keren. <laughs> keren. Kita we're actually we're we're fucking keren, dude. Like our bodies are designed to push like humans out of our bodies, you know? Like yes. so obviously we can do a lot more than men can. Yeah. We already know this. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to get healthy, here are five things you need to do. Okay, One, okay. cut out all the junk food. Start eating oh, a lot of like. So uh, hard. Yeah, if we're talking about like so all hard. around, if we're talking about all around health, I just want to be healthy. All right, here's what you need to do: clean up your diet. Start okay. including a lot of vegetable and eat a lot of protein. Okay? okay, complex. So this is your plate needs to look like a lot of protein, vegetable, and a little bit of complex carbs. Do that, okay. you're good. And then include okay. like fruits throughout the day. Okay, you don't need to be on like celery juice. No, no, no. You don't need that shit. Okay, you just need to just clean up your diet. Just cut out all this like junk food or whatever. And if you have okay. it once in a while, don't beat yourself up for it. It's fine. Okay. Can you give some examples of complex carbs? 
complex carbs is like nasi, quinoa, okay, kentang, ya gitu-gitulah. Nah, mau nanya nih, karena buat orang Indonesia, apalagi buat orang Asia ya, uh, nasi itu penting banget ya. Nah, menurut lo nasi, this is just like, I'm so curious, right? Nasi putih sama nasi coklat, nasi merah, segala macam. How, how different? Yeah, how different is all of that? Yeah, nah, calorie-wise, it's almost quite similar. The only difference in those is the contents is the fiber content. Fiber, so sometimes okay. maybe a little bit of protein. And then the GI, which is like, people are like freaking out about the fucking sugar. But it's like, aduh tenang aja, lo kan gak makan. Makan, you're not actually drinking sugar straight, so it's not a big deal unless you are diabetic. So if okay. you are not diabetic, you are fine to eat rice. Okay. Same thing with white bread. Sama aja. Kalorinya sama aja. Bedanya ya, itu tambah-tambah gandum dikit biar lo pupuknya lebih enak. Ya, tapi kalau bisa okay. lo makan semuanya, ke, pokoknya balik lagi ya. Hitung budgetnya, hmm. hitung jajannya. Hmm. Oke, okay, and next up. Kamin, apalagi? Sekarang, sekarang kan kita lagi ngomongin hmm. kita nggak ngitungin budget kita okay. cuma mau sehat okay. hidup sehat tadi hidup sehat itu apa aja ya itu yang satu makannya lo ya lo makannya whole foods include more vegetable include okay. more protein have some complex carbs sometimes have some have some light snacks like chocolate gak apa-apa itu kan hidup hmm. sehat hmm. oke okay. lo kan nggak peduli sama berat badan lo okay. dua yes. tidur tidur ya 8 hmm. jam sehari oke okay. meaning okay. you wake up at the same time you sleep at the same time Damn, that's hard. That's so hard. Uh -huh. to yeah, you think that sleep is not part of the equation? You are so wrong. If you want to be yeah, healthy, no, no, the most fair. healthiest people they sleep throughout the night, just like babies. They okay. sleep through the night, and they wake up the same hour. They sleep at the same hour. Okay, gotcha. The third thing that you want to do to live a really healthy life is start weightlifting. Studies have shown it is actually really good for your nervous system. Mm. It primes the nervous system. Okay. So when you get older, you can build on your muscle, and your posture will still remain the same. That's what you are actually working for. Okay? Yeah. You build okay. muscle so that it's strong enough to hold like your brittle bones. Yeah, that's what, so that's what's important to me. Karena honestly, like I was saying before, in my early twenties, in my early early twenties, I like really was like all about trying to lose weight, trying to be a certain mm -hmm. way, trying to like be like lebih kurus and like have like you know a nice butt or like have tits mm -hmm. and shit. And now I'm just trying to think of like, because I already have back problems. And gue mikir kayak, oke okay, nanti ke depannya, kalau misalnya gue udah tua, atau gue udah punya anak segala macam, gimana caranya gue bisa turun tangga, gak sakit-sakit, ngerti gak sih? Atau gimana caranya gue bangun pagi nih. Ini sekarang aja, I'm only 30, I'll be 32 in like a week. And already when I get up in the morning, I have back pain and it hurts for me to go down the stairs. And I don't even have a kid yet. So I'm very, very worried, which is why I'm getting very concerned. Mm. Like, Shit, I need to. I need to like. I need to take care of my body, or else don't it's gonna fucking. It's gonna crumble. Right. So basically, don't be afraid to weight lift. Yeah. But I mean, like, don't be stupid about it either. I mean, don't go in there and be like, okay, oh, I'm gonna do the heaviest weight. No, 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 no. Start where you can manage, and then slowly get your way up. Okay. okay. We're not here to like win the race. We're here to kind of like be be the be the turtle. You know. Be the turtle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Be the turtle. <laughs> okay. And then the fourth thing that you need to do is count your steps per day. A lot of people in, 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 in Jakarta particularly, or in cities, or in Southeast Asian cities, what, what happens is because we have helpers, we don't do half of the shit we're supposed to be doing. Very true. Yeah, cleaning your room, uh, washing the dishes, cuci baju, semuanya itu tuh pakai energi. Okay? 
and we've relinquished that into to other people's hands so we become really lazy human beings yeah yeah so true. the other thing that you need to be doing is moving a lot more than you should mm. and and you know for people who live abroad 8000 steps is a no brainer for us kita mungkin per hari 3000 steps kita tepuk tepuk tangan Gak bisa soalnya kemana-mana tuh banyak polusinya jadi gue gak bisa jalan apalagi gym tutup sebel. Iya yeah, oke. Okay. <laughs> iya kalau misalnya lo mungkin bangunnya lebih pagi jam 5 mungkin lo bisa. Hmm. Hmm. Kita alasannya banyak di Indonesia. <laughs> oke, okay, when you talking about steps tadi, itu uh, because obviously I think a lot of people have heard right like 10,000 steps is what you should be doing in your day. Is that true? Yeah, 10,000 steps is maybe the minimum, but it doesn't have to be 10,000 steps if you're not if you're not reaching that goal. I mean, if you're not trying to be healthy, then don't do 10,000 steps. If, you're, if your maximum is 8,000, yeah, reach for 8,000. But okay. here's the thing about human beings. When you've done something long enough, you do actually want to challenge yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's also about being healthy. You're being, being healthy means not being complacent. Being right. healthy means not being comfortable where you are. You're like, mm, I just want to do better because that's just what I want to do. Hmm. Yeah, true. Yeah, we don't okay. don't compare yourself with other people. Be like, oh, that guy's cycling. So, it's not like you know how to bike. <laughs> I don't know how to ride a bicycle. Itu itu juga sih. I have no idea how to ride a bicycle. Gua minder deh. This pandemic, banyak orang biking. Gua nggak peduli, man. Gua biking. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care about what the other person is doing. Care about what you're doing. Mm, okay. Can you do more than what you did yesterday? That's exactly what I do. Karena on this quarantine, like I feel like the what you said, kan, kan the gym is closed and everything and stuff like that. I'm working out. I'm if you can ask Nicole, I love working out. I'm one of those crazy, uh, not crazy, but I'm one of those people who likes to move a lot. I I love to move. You really a lot. are. Yeah, I do. I do. I you do. You do have, but you do give yourself rest days. I will say. Yeah, that, and then, then I have a lot of energy in the mornings, and this morning just sort of fuck up my sleeping. And then, padahal gue udah dapet tuh yang kayak bangun pagi, olahraga, udah enak, rusak kan. Terus akhirnya I do I, I try biking because I you know nyoba keluar, getting out of the apartment because like it, it just like what you said. If I start kayak making excuses for myself, I'm just gonna be lazy in my apartment. Not doing mm-hmm. anything, just be mad because I'm, you know, actually not doing shit. So that's exactly why, that's why I joined. Like, itu kenapa gua kayak I I I got a lot a lot of motiv- motivation if someone would be like, hey, yuk kita sepedaan jam lima, yuk, okay, I would wake up, go yes. to bed, and after that I would go to the office. I would actually try to do something because I've 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 made a habit since I was um uh in uni days. I made a habit to work out. So if I don't work out, especially in this past two years, we've been working out a lot with Fix, and then you know suddenly lo nggak olahraga kayak aduh, gak enak banget badannya. I, mean, I gotta uh-huh. do something. Gotta do something. Because, because itu udah habit lo. Hmm. So if you are a creature of habit and you maintain these things, it will be very easy for you. Yeah, yeah. So that's why like health is very hard for some people because they only want to do two out of five. When you're supposed to be doing five out of five. Okay. Which is basically doing more. The fifth one is actually community, which is what you were touching on just now. Okay. Yeah. That finding people who have the same motivation as you. Yes. People who want to kind of be like, oh, okay, let's go. Get to like, let's go for a walk. Or for me, it's like I don't have like a little community, but I like, uh, before this, before the pandemic started, mm-hmm. uh, I, I would, so every morning I would go there with John, mm-hmm. which is my husband, 
go just jalan aja gitu mm-hmm. pagi yeah. jalan pagi and we breathe you know some fresh air and yeah. some some elephant poop at the same time but whatever community is so important karena tadi yang sebenarnya ngomongin aja kayak orang ngajak dia sepeda jam 5 pagi if she was gonna go do it alone i mean some people like to be alone but yeah. i think like community and motivation from other people like I, I this time last year I was not exercising as much as I am now. Then mm-hmm. Sabrina, Putra, and Hans were the people that well, Putra maybe not. Putra was like, don't exercise with me. But <laughs> Hans and Sabrina were like, come come to burn, exercise with me, and it made me feel to number one, it made me want to eat healthier because like I could feel like I didn't feel like strong when I was working out with them. Yeah, yeah. And then lama lama juga lo tau kan Michelle, you know how much I love to drink, right? But it actually made me not want to drink the night before because I didn't want to feel hungover for my workout. Yeah. And I think these habits of change and the things that you do, it takes time, right? It definitely takes time, like just for you to get there. But give your, I think it's really important to give yourself that time. I don't think it, I don't think things, you can't expect to like go work out, you know, seven days and then be like, cool. I don't see like any sort of progress. I think you definitely need to give yourself some time. Yeah. <laughs> It's not just community juga ya. I mean like community kan kalau misalnya ya gua kan temannya banyak gitu. Bukan hmm. maksud gua tuh komunitas yang bakal suportif dengan goal lo which yeah. is gua mau hidup sehat. Kalau misalnya berteman sama orang yang aduh ngapain semua pergi pagi-pagi yeah. Yeah. Gitu, yeah. Ya lo jangan cari orang kayak gitu untuk support your goal. Yeah. Ngerti enggak lo cari orang yang bakal benar-benar support your goal kayak oh ya udah gitu kayak let's go in the morning. Someone that can really, you know, bring you up instead of kind of drag you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Karena, yeah, that's sure. what yeah, I mean, like, with, with ha- Nicole was, you know, first of all, Nicole was really hesitant to work out at Burn. Because I was like, scared. <laughs> I can't do it. Going, come on, Nick, just try. Come and see what happened. If you can't do it, you can stop and take your time. And then, you know what? We did a challenge, and this girl, dia lebih banyak workout-nya daripada gue. So, you can't, you don't, you don't, you don't know your, you know, apa? lo nggak tahu sebenarnya lo bisa apa sampai lo nyoba dulu sih yeah. sebenarnya gitu benar yeah. you don't know your capacity until you actually do it yeah right dan gue juga awalnya kayak gue nggak bisa nih naik sepeda nih kayak gini nih jauh banget anjir terus ternyata teman-teman gue yang cowok-cowok semua itu kayak bisa sih bisa kita pelan-pelan aja dan gue naik sepeda itu kayak 40 kilo <laughs> sekali naik tiga puluh kilo seru gitu loh karena kayak ya gue punya teman untuk kayak oke okay. karena like kalau gue lagi di belakang udah kayak anjing ini jauh banget mereka kayak yuk bisa yuk gue temenin yuk pelan-pelan yuk bisa yuk bisa yuk eh, gue seneng mm-hmm. banget dengan orang-orang seperti itu gitu loh that, mm-hmm. that really supportive actually that encouraging sort of yeah. um, atmosphere I think it's it's really important to have people to encourage you no matter what don't have like exactly what you were saying Michelle I, I when I started working out I had like like friends telling me like, huh, you work out? Like, karena gue emang dari dulu tuh gak pernah work out, right? So I had a lot of like friends from before that were like, are you for real? You're gonna like, you're gonna lift weights? You're gonna box? Like, yeah, why, why not? Cause... Tapi itu kan memang, eh, kalau gue kan malah justru kayak, Nick, lu bisa Nick, masalah Iya, masalahnya itu loh. So before we close, because obviously I think it's fair for our listeners, um, our very few listeners, uh, that um, it's we want them to know a little bit about you because we kind of jumped into this topic very, very directly. And like, of course, this is what the main topic is about. But um, 
you know, just before before we close this off, coba uh, deh cerita ke semuanya. What made you get into what made you get into what you're doing now? Because I've known you for years, right? And I remember when I first met you. Um, I know that you were not the way that you are now. Emang dulu lo lebih lo lebih cabi. Gue nggak bilang gendut ya. Gue nggak. I don't think. Nggak apa-apa. Gue emang gendut dulu. I don't think you were fat. In my eyes, I didn't uh, think no, you were fat. I, 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 I would. I would actually say I was fat. Um, and and really? I was. It was a unhealthy kind of fat because I was very unhappy with myself. And then I okay. ate. Fair. Eight to comfort myself. Mm. So I, I would say mentally, I was in a really bad uh, state. Uh, ment- yeah, mental state was very poor, and therefore my health was very poor. Okay, mm. okay. So what is that kind of what led you? Like, what was like your trigger point? Yang lo kaya tiba-tiba kaya. Okay, shit. I gotta, I gotta wake the fuck up. Uh, okay, gini. I've been through all stages in my life, yeah. Jadi gua pernah. Sempat kurus banget during college. And I mean, I wasn't bulimic because I don't have. Gua nggak bisa muntah-muntah orang ya. Kecuali gua ya hamil. Uh, tapi uh, gua sempat makannya tuh dikit banget. And I was I was maybe at 1.47 kilos, 48 kilos during my college years. And okay. I was able to be at least like 46, 45. 45 was my lowest. 45, 44 was my lowest. Damn. And coming out of college, I I was so frustrated with myself because I gained weight and then I gained it even more because I was comforting myself through food. And then coming out of college, I started working and then I started going through a yo-yo diet and it was just like this long history with food until finally I figured something has to fucking give, right? Am I not doing this right? Like what am I not doing when it comes to health and like nutrition and all of this stuff? So I think it was juga. Gue sempat pikir, gue kalau misalnya vegan, gue bakal sehat. And and then I just and then I stopped being vegan and then I ate normally and then I I still thought like something is not right. Like something is a question mark. Yang sampai gue nggak ngerti that I don't understand health and nutrition in the proper way. So I really went to seek it. Okay. And and the one night I was actually on Instagram and I stumbled upon like a, a basically a coach and I didn't know these coaches existed. Basically, these coaches existed to train girls to get into a bikini competition. These girls are lean wow. and they are squatting heavy. And I'm like, but they're not doing some crazy diet. They're working out and they're doing diets in the most correct way possible that doesn't hurt their body. Mm. And then I was like, well, fuck, how come I don't know anything about this? And I've been doing things like completely backwards. And then when I went to Australia to get certified, it opened my eyes so much. Sonia, it's like, oh, my God, you, like how many people actually don't understand this basic concept? Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like if I knew this when I was a teenager, I would have been in such a better relation. Like I would have had such a better relationship with food. Right. Okay. It just it blew my mind so much that I'm like, people need to know about this. Like, I need to tell. I need to educate people too. So I yeah. started. Yeah. Yeah. So I started my IGTV episode on like nutrition and, and dieting, and yeah, that's where it all began. But it okay. all started from a place of 
having a bad relationship with food. I, I was anorexic at one point. I was binge eating at one point. I was overweight at one point. It was just it had to. I had to go through all of those things to be able to get to where I am now. That is to find the answer. Yeah, that is really interesting because you are someone who is just like us, who's mm -hmm. has this confusion with food and you know love and hate relationship with food. And then finally, if Michelle, you know, I mean, it's such a good, it's such a good example. If you can make peace with your body and make peace with food and scale and whatever it is, and you know, having you gone through all of that, I mean, like it gives all of the girls that probably listen to this podcast right now a lot of hope, even for me. I mean, like. I'm still in that stage. I'm still in that stage of confusion. It's really, really nice to hear that. Ternyata bisa gitu. Jadi kayak lu. Bisa. Tapi ternyata yang semua itu tuh bukan bukan maksudnya bisa is actually knowledge and yeah, education. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. To sort of wrap this up, we want to ask you five questions. Uh, just answer them how you want. Um, and these are not really relatable. Ini buat lebih ke listeners kita yang kayak okay. Who is Michelle Santos? Number one. Yeah. Yes. Number one. What is what is something that you love to eat but you know is bad for you? Sorry. I know. It's not that I don't understand the question. It's that I don't think any. I no longer think any food is bad for me except for drugs. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. No. I I don't, really don't think anything is off limits except for. I'm pregnant. I probably shouldn't eat sashimi in Jakarta. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Next question. What are you looking at these days on Instagram or any other social media platform? Oh, right now I'm looking at baby-led weaning. What? What? <laughs> what? What? Yeah, it's basically nutrition for kids. Oh, okay. And actually, baby-led weaning is actually not just nutrition for kids, but it teaches your kids like, ya kalau kalau lo kalau kenyang ya udah lo nggak usah makan lagi. Lo tunggu beberapa jam baru lo kasih lagi. And and it teaches you how to focus language on children. You don't tell them eat it. You know you you don't tell them that a food is bad or good. You just say, oh, maybe you've had enough today. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense though. All right. Um, number three. What is your biggest achievement? Oh, I don't know. Shooting <laughs> shooting my baby out of my vagina. Yeah, true. Oh, yeah, you did that. You did, did do that. that. You did oh, that. Yeah, and I fed it through my breast for two years, so I did do that too. Yes, nice. Clapping <laughs> for all the mothers, for all the mothers out there. Okay. And um, all right. Next what question. is your your uh, what's your biggest failure? That's really <laughs> wow. These questions are deep, man. I know. This gets deeper. What's my biggest failure? I don't know. I think I fail at some things every day, but I don't know what the biggest one is yet. <laughs> They're meant, they're meant to be deep. They're meant to be deep. It's just so that you know people get to know you a little bit better. I haven't failed that deep yet. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, We're gonna so scratch this before number five. Um, how do you think people will remember you? Wow, these questions are super deep. I don't know, dude. I don't. I. I don't. How would you remember me, Nick? I would remember you as you're very strong. That's how I'd remember you. Oh. Okay, this is how people will remember me. I'm very opinionated. Yes, you are very opinionated. I'm very opinionated. <laughs> You're like so opinionated. You're I'm very super opinionated. Sometimes, I, and that's that. That was my recent biggest failure. That I, I'm too hard-headed to admit when I'm wrong. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being opinionated. That we follow me, if it gets to the point where. 
like you like you said yourself right like being hard-headed it's not necessarily i don't know there's a difference right there's a line that it crosses sometimes yeah but, For, like i think my biggest failure would be forgetting to give other people grace nice yeah that's a good one so you admitted it though that's a difference right there's some people that just won't admit it yeah <laughs> um okay, okay well that closes off uh, this episode of Fix PMS. Thank you, Michelle, for sharing. I think membantu banget sih buat listeners yang emang kayak dari episode sebelum ini kan kita ngomongin the image, right? But I think like Sabrina and I are not really qualified to give people advice on what to do in dieting and you know all this other shit that you were giving advice on. And it's really good for us even to hear about that, right? So we've definitely for the session as well um and for those of you who want to uh listen and see more of michelle you can head to her instagram or her personal handle at miss underscore santoso where she gives a lot of nutrition uh tips and um she tells you well she tells you her opinions because she's very (laughs) (laughs) if you want to know more you can follow her, and then it's it's like what Nicole said. It's, it's, it's uh, this is this episode is sort of a continuation of what we talk on our past episode, the episode before. Michelle, we can't thank you enough for you know joining our little conversation here. Yes, and for being the first. Tamu pertama, tamu pertama. Oi, oi, dan cewek, banget cewek. You know, I like having you know a lot of girl energy, big girl energy over here. I love it. I love it. Terus juga, yeah. I, I guess that is that's it for this episode, Nick. Thanks for listening to our bullshit. This is Fix PMS, where the real talk gets real. And we feel all the feels. Bye, Sister Fix Bye. Bye. Bye.